Welcome, everybody, to another episode of We Just Be Talking. It's your host, Gold, joined by my co-host, B. What's good, y'all? All right. Um, so, a couple things we're going to talk about today. First, we're going to talk about the finals. You know, we got all that going on. They got the finals. Uh, you know, we got the whole fallout from um, the Shakari Richardson um, incident with the not being able to run out, doing the testing positive for marijuana, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then we got the um, the other controversy in ESPN between Rachel Nichols versus Maria Taylor. Uh, so we're going to get into all that today. So first, um, the finals. Um, as we said, we figured it was going to probably be the Bucks and the Suns. I wanted the Suns and the Hawks because I did fear that if the Suns ran into the Bucks, they would – have a harder time and possibly lose, but I was riding with the Suns, Suns of six, um, and the Suns made it, of course, the Bucks ended up making it without Giannis playing the last two games for the closeout, the Bucks actually looked better playing, is where they look better Giannis? playing without Giannis a little bit, Agreed. I don't think they can win the series without Giannis, but it's like, when Giannis is in, it's like he's like a stopgate for him. It's weird, man. It's like he a it's like he a stopgate because he stops the offense. It's like they need him and they don't need him at the same. It's time. It's like you need him because of what he gives. Like he gonna give you thirty. You getting thirty fifteen from Giannis, like at least 30, 15, 30, 12 from Giannis, like off rip. Like you getting that from him, like almost every game. But it's like he's like a a ball dominant player, but it's not the good ball dominance, if that makes sense. Like, you know, they got like um Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like LeBron. LeBron is a LeBron is actually a very ball dominant player. People I know people knock LeBron for saying that he's too passive at times and this and that, because he tries to make the right play, not the superstar play, as people refer to it, a hero play. Um, but he is a, a ball-dominant person. He is a, a ball-dominant player. But he gets everybody else involved as well. So it's like it work, It balances out. Then you have, like, Giannis, who's, like, a ball-dominant player, but at times everybody doesn't get engaged because, like, you seen Giannis. Like, Giannis ain't got no moves at all as far as dribbling goes. Like, you seen y'all seen the clips. He ain't got no moves as far as dribbling goes. Giannis literally dribbles up up top, and like it's like he it's like he playing 2K, and mm-hmm. you hit the dribble stick in the wrong way, so you get stuck with that like stop animation when you dribbling. <laughs> that what like Giannis yeah, does when he dribbling at the top of the key. Like he that's what like he does, and he'll like bag it out, run back up, do a poo ass crossover, bag back up, try to run that through and get a charge. Be. That's really what he does. <laughs> Like if he weak, it's, it's, he ain't got no moves. He really ain't got no moves. That's that's really what it is. He ain't got no moves. That's the problem. Because he, he knows he got two good, like he got two good dribbles and he in the lane, and that's what you know. But like I, we talked about this before with Giannis, that is very one dimensional. Like and like, I feel like everybody knows how to deal with him now. And like I get what you like. It makes sense. I would say like he's kind of a ball hog, but not really. Like I said. The Bucks need him. Like I don't think the Bucks would have been able, like they'll be able to like contend with this love like the the heat that uh, Phoenix is playing with. Pun intended. Um, I don't think they'll be able to do it without him. However, I feel like he might need to come in like like out like in the second half or something like that. Like you know, like to like re jump the like. The, the energy or something like that. I don't know, bro. Like, just him starting, because they, they look too much to him to do everything. I was like, oh, we got the seven-footer. He going to do everything. It's like us. when Giannis, like, it's like when Giannis and Lionel, they just give him the ball, and everybody clear out, and he, they just hope, they a whole turbo and run to the lane. And is it going to be a charge? A fi- uh, is it going to be a charge, a foul, an and one, or a dunk? Or he going to get stripped? It's one of the, it's one of the ones, mm-hmm. it's one of those that's going to happen. Um, right. And it's because really it's like, like, look at Harden offenses. Harden has the ball in his hand. Harden had, like, one of the highest use races in the league. But he going to give you mm-hmm. at least about 10 assists a game. He going to give you between 8 and 10 assists oh, yeah. a game. He going to give you 30, but he can give you 10 to 10, uh, 8 to 10 assists a game. Like, he, he – him and Westbrook really was going back and forth that year as far as triple-doubles go. Like, it was really – Harden was really right behind Westbrook as far as averaging triple-double that year. Westbrook won MVP. Well, I yeah, still think Harden should have won MVP that year over Westbrook. Westbrook just won it because he had a triple double. Um, he had a triple double. That was the first time you've seen that, like since Oscar Robinson. That was our Steve. See, well, Westbrook only the second player ever to even average a triple double. So I feel like that's why he got it off the strength of that. 
Um, because the Thunder was like what a seven seed that year. They wasn't even a high seed. The, Thunder, the, the Rockets were a high seed yeah. than um the Thunder that year yeah, anyway. They just gave him because he had a triple double. That was an amazing feat to do, and it was like you know historic. You, we are never surprised. We, we might not see that again. Who knows? Like we we might see it now because the game's so much faster pace and so much right. more up tempo. Like it's not really like we in this new era of like positionless. Um, pick and roll, swishing basketball. We are in like long range shooting, like all that kind. Of, we on that. We in that kind of era of basketball now, to where um, the players are required to do so much. Because even like a seven footer, seven footer now is required to be able to shoot beyond the arc. Because oh, yeah. if you can't shoot a three, it's like you unplayable down there in the NBA. The only it, like oh, like at this point, like true centers is like getting out the out, out like, oh, out they, they phasing out. It's like if you can't shoot that's, a three, and you're not a stretch big. If you can't shoot, then it's like you. you can't you're not gonna make it in the league that long unless you like a like a high level once in a generation talent like kind of like or like a um not even like a once in a generation talent like more like a um just a just dominating force like, like a dominating force kind of like a um like you have to be like Shaq yeah pretty much pretty much bro you have to be like a, a Zion like Zion is not really a he can shoot, but he's not like a three-point shooter. He more like in the rim, but he still he still is super efficient. He only he average I think he shot like what seven percent this year. Super efficient. His rebounding total should be higher than what they are, to be honest with you. And his defense, I thought he was gonna be way better defensively than what he is in the league so far. He should be way better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless you like a, a player like a special talent like that, if you can't shoot threes, they just don't exist. Like the Marta Rosen, pretty much the only. That's one of the only guards out there now that that still don't shoot threes. He just kill you from the mid range. Like he's one he's one of those. He's, he's like one of the, the few players left that's just straight mid range, nothing else. Chris Paul is like that too. Chris Paul can shoot threes, but Chris Paul is more of a mid range. That's Chris Paul shot is that sweet that sweet spot on the elbow on the right side, right side elbow. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul that's yep. money every time. Um, so it's it's like Giannis don't have anything. Like Giannis just. It's like it's whole turbo, it's whole turbo and pray for the best. That's what it is. It's like you holding for turbo, sprinting to the rim, and if you and if you holding the stick, you holding the shot, the shot button or the stick up to just dunk the ball. So you hoping you either get the animation for the dunk or you get something because that's what that's how Giannis plays. And it's like at some point you got to get more in your bag. Like he he don't have a kit. Like you can't just rely on your athleticism all your career. Like you got to get something else going or you gonna fall off. He playing like he gonna like like he is because of his height. He is like another version of Ben Simmons, where it's like you just got one you got one style of game. I was like people and, knock Ben Simmons, but I mean Giannis ain't that far from him. The only difference between Ben Simmons and Giannis is that Giannis actually take the shots. He gonna miss he gonna miss most of them the threes and that he gonna miss them, but he take the shots. That's the only difference between Ben Simmons and Giannis. Like Giannis Giannis don't have a jumper either. He'll take he'll take him, but he he'll take him. He 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 will not shy away from him. He will take him. He'll miss him most of the time, but at least he'll take him. Ben Simmons, he doesn't even try to take him. Like he he's afraid to shoot. He doesn't even, he don't even take the shot. So it's like that's really the only thing separating the two. And Giannis has two MVPs because he put up extraordinary numbers. What they call him all the time with the PR Prince because he got like the highest PR ever. Like all that kind of stuff. Like he put up the numbers. He won defensive player of the year. If you look at it, Ben Simmons could be doing the same. If Ben Simmons just like attacked the rim, Buku just scored about 30 a game, he'll be right there. He probably could have did the same thing out then went back to back MVPs. Ben Simmons yep. is a phenomenal defender. He was top three voting for defensive player of the year this year alone. He's been all team first defense for the past, I think, like two or three years. Like he Ben Simmons and Giannis are pretty much in the same boat. Only difference is that Giannis tries to take the shots. He tries. Ben Simmons don't try. That's the only difference between the two to me. Like really, that's the only difference between the two. If you look at it in the grand scheme of things, it's true. <laughs> like that's really the only difference between no, the man, two. I, like that's why I compared them. Like they they right they they right there. Like it ain't that much of a of a you know a difference being made. You know so. Right, like we, like we like we talk about like we like we talk about Ben Simmons all the time, bro. We gotta we gotta start putting Giannis on notice. Like Giannis is supposed to be. At one point, they said Giannis was arguably the best player in the NBA. They was they, they that was that was a thing. Yeah, people forget two years ago, two years ago that was a thing that Giannis was the best player in the NBA or at least top three. To me, he not to me he barely top five at this point. Like as far as it goes, because he hasn't uh, yeah, has done anything. Like I, I still got LeBron, KD, Steph, AD, Kawhi, 
Harden, that's six already. I can't even give him top five right now because he doesn't do anything yeah. past the regular season. Once he gets to the postseason, it falls off. And, like, it's like it's like the Bucks just had, like, this malfunction to where they think they the Warriors, and they just got to pull up for threes. When they got all these huge players, they can just bang inside and, like, score. They, they Instead of them, like, attacking the rim, they want to pull up for threes. And then it's like it gets to a point where it's like we get the ball to Giannis and we all sit back and stop and watch. Like, the Bucks have Basically. a good amount of talent. They should be better than what they are. They just don't play, like, a team style. It's more like a get the ball to Giannis, get out the way, because we can't really do anything, because Giannis yeah. is basically a, a big man. So, we can't do anything. We got to let him do everything. We're going to sit to the side let him work. And that's the only thing so far. So, it's like, you got – Giannis going to have to learn how to shoot or get better or get better with something else besides just driving to the rim the whole time. He's going to have to get to that point. Because if not, the Bucks going to always be the team. They're going to be the next team that always gets – Either close to the um to the finals or get to the finals and then they flip they flame out because they realize oh this not gonna work this ain't feasible but we we'll see we'll see we'll see and they don't and like it's like they, it's like when Giannis in the lineup they allow him to play defense but he never guards the best player because they don't put him on the best player they never do he always guards like the center he never guards like the best player now they had Giannis on um DeAndre Aiden most of the game last night they had him on the DeAndre Aiden was fucking feasting. I think DeAndre Aiden was like with 20 and 18. Like, come on, not like you got Brooke Lopez right there. Brooke Lopez is actually not a bad. He's not a bad center. People forget Brooke Lopez was an All Star. Was what was he an All Star? I'm not even. Yeah, he was All Star. Big Brooke Lopez was actually a very solid player. We played for the Nets back in the day. The only time yeah. he fell off when we played for the Lakers. That 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 time was a very rough time for my parents because he was trash. When we played for the Lakers, but. Brooke Lopez is actually like a solid center. Like he can do things. Do I think he can like you know? I do. I think he can replace Giannis. No, never. I would never say that. I just think that as far as matchup go, you might want to put Brooke Lopez because he could like he could bang with um DeAndre Ayton more than Giannis can because that's gonna wear Giannis down. Plus Giannis coming out the type of standing knee and all that. Like it's you know it's you gotta be smarter. It's co- It's a combination of coaching and Giannis got to improve his kit of what he can do. That's how I look at the books. Um, Absolutely, but he—I mean, will he do it? I feel like if they don't—if he don't get it done, this, this, uh, this go around. Because I, to be honest, I speak this for both Phoenix and for the Bucks. You probably—they probably won't get another chance like this. This is the like perfect. Win. Yeah, right. This is the this is the perfect, the perfect opportunity for both teams to win. I feel like. For the Suns, this is their one. This this is that anomaly year, kind of like when we yep. had um, what was the Raptors when the Raptors made it to the finals that year, and yep. then the Warriors got hurt and everything fell in line. And the Raptors got their first ring, probably the first and only ring they'll ever get in the franchise history in our lifetime. Like it's some it's it's that kind of it's that kind of season for the Suns. Like I feel like the Suns is at the point now to where like everything that fell in line so perfectly for them. To where if Chris Paul don't lead them to the gonna lead them to the ring and they don't close it out, I don't think he'll get another chance. Then it's it. This is his one and only oh, chance. No, no, like no, this, no, no. like, huh? That's over with. No, yeah. I agree. Like that's that's over with. Like this is your 16th season. Yeah, he's and... not getting younger. He's getting older. This is his. It is, you got you got to look at what, you got to look at how 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 things played out this year. You played the Lakers. I thought the Suns were gonna beat the Lakers anyway. I predicted the Suns beat the Lakers before anybody even got hurt. Cause I said I just don't feel right about the Lakers. It always happens with a LeBron team, like around the third year with them. It's like they'll make mm-hmm. it to the, like you like you you like okay they're gonna win the final they're gonna win the finals. Then it gets to like that third year with them. It's like the season get kind of weird. You like I, it's it's giving me like. It's giving me that 20, 2014 heat vibes going on right now. Like, I don't feel confident about mm-hmm. it. I say that all the time with LeBron team, like, I feel like I'm like it's the 2014 heat vibe coming. Like, he going to get to the finals, but he ain't going to win it. This year, I didn't think they were going to make it out the first round when they dropped to the playing game. I thought the Warriors were going to put them out. The Warriors really was a three away for putting them out. People forget about that. Like, they, it was really, like, that close. They could have put them out in the playing tournament. Um, the refs started calling some, like, crazy calls towards the end. The game got kind of wild, but – the Warriors are really, like, really close to putting them out. Um, then you have the Suns series, and I was like, okay, I think the Suns going to beat the Lakers in seven. They end up winning it in, what, six? So um, you have all that going on. So you had AD, LeBron. You had AD kind of hobble. LeBron was still coming out the ankle injury and all that. The Lakers didn't have any chemistry going. They was just there. They they played pretty bad for in, their, in that playoff series. That was, like, the worst playoff series for 
a LeBron team in the first round anyway. Because usually the LeBron kills in the first round, but that was just bad. They didn't even – they couldn't even do much. And then the second round, you played against the Nuggets, swept them because Jamal Murray is out. That was a cakewalk. All they had was Jokic. So that, that was easy for them. Like, they, they – they, I was surprised. Through that they one. Did, I'm surprised they swept them. I'm not surprised they swept them. I thought it was gonna go. I thought the Nuggets. I thought the Nuggets would have gotten one game, but I'm not surprised they swept them though, because the Nuggets barely beat the um the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers probably would have beat the Nuggets if Dame's teammates would have showed up. CJ flopped. Then they had Robert Covington flopped for them too. Like Dame did all he could. Like it was nothing else he could do. So I knew that was. I, I saw what was gonna happen to the Nuggets. I knew they was gonna make it past the second round. I, I figured that. Like that was that was one thing I was like I don't think they make it past the second round. Just because without Jamal Murray. I feel like they had Jamal Murray, it probably would have been a better series. It w- it not probably, it would have been a better series. Um, then you got the conference finals. Chris Paul off of the first two games was COVID. Paul, um, Kawhi got hurt previously around um, against the Jazz with the Clippers. I'm thinking, okay. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, the, the uh, Clippers going to split one. It's going to be one and one. Chris Paul come back, they win. The Suns end up winning 2-0, 2 um, 2-0 at home in the first two games. What they lost game three. Yeah, lost they, they yeah, they lost game three, won game four, lost game five, and then won game six. Chris Paul had the, the best game he ever had in his career in game six against the Clippers. When I saw that, I said, Yeah, this is it. This this, this is a moment. This it's like this it's like you get that one you get to that point where you see a, you see the kind of, it reminds me kind of like I know the perfect way to compare it, um B. It kinda of reminds me of the twenty eleven Mavericks team. Like when mm. when Dirk was in the playoffs that year, he was just like killing. Like he just got he went to like guard mode he was on it. and just was like just killing that whole playoff. Like people forget people forget how good Dirk's 2011 playoff run was. Like he, I think he only missed like I think a total probably like what three free throws the whole playoffs. I think like he he was like he was, on he one. Beast. He was on he one that that whole playoffs is like that's how I feel is with Chris Paul and his sons. Too. I feel like Chris Paul. It's like it's just everything is right for him, and this is a chance for him to get it. And he like like he locked he, like. But I think he knows. Like, like the, he knows, like he ain't gonna get another chance like this. Like I feel like the the basketball guards finally said, "Okay, Chris Paul, it's your time, bro." Like we know, we know what you've been trying to do. We know you, we know you're a great player. We know what you, all the work you put in. This is gonna be your year. We got you. And it's like it's like Chris Paul is in that mode right now to where like I don't feel like I don't think the Suns gonna lose the series. I think the, I think the Bucks might win one game. and That's it. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they swept the Bucks to be honest with you. Like I really wouldn't be surprised. Um, By the way they playing, I wouldn't be surprised. Like yeah, like I yeah, like I'm I'm really I'm really looking for the Suns to finish this off in like five. It I don't think it's even going six. I think really five. I think five might be it, and it might be done. Um, I really want the Suns to um, pull this out though, because Chris Paul is one of those like underrated players we got in the league as far as like because he has all the accolades like regular seasons and all that is and like appear like all stars and all defense teams and. Yeah, he um, just need that ring. All the wins and all this, he's got to get the ring. If and the, the assists, he got the steals. Like he, he, Chris Paul to me is the top five point guard. He just need a ring. And once he get that ring, it's top five. I can't put him over like Magic. I can't put him over Magic. I can't put him over Steph anymore. Steph is like top three for me as far as point guards go all the time. Um, Isaiah Thomas can't put him over Isaiah. Um, Oscar Robertson can't put him over him either. So to me, Chris Paul like five. Chris Paul win. Chris Paul five. Cause Chris Paul, if you want to, you want to compare Chris like the. So it's like different classes for the point guard tiers. Me and uh, I don't know if you agree with me or not, B. But the way I see this, like you got the ones with the rings and like the the all time sound like the the virtuoso players they be calling all that kind of like the once in a generation. Like you got the Magic, Steph, them none of champions like the like the the Magic, the Steph, the Oscars, the Isaiahs. Like that's like the ones with the rings and then you got the ones that like struggled most they could with the career to get there and then they got mm-hmm. like that one ring or they was like a great ass point guard they just never got past the conference finals or they never got to that point that's like the jason kidd um steve nash stockton chris paul that, that's that's that category that's that um tier i put them in so i think if chris okay. paul get a ring i think chris paul get put at the top of that that tier which is like the the b tier mm-hmm. point guards well, the eight, I got the S tier point guard. That's like the Magic Steph, Isaiah, Oscar, and then B tier be like the J Kid, Nash, um, Stockton, and CP3. I think CP3 get pushed up um, at the top of that tier, and that like, I got him in my that's how I got him in my top five. If that like you follow what I'm saying, I know I said a lot just now, but that's, you follow what I'm saying? No, I I, I, I follow you. I follow you. So, so like, I'm do you agree? Like, do you agree with like, how you see like how I, how I rank the point guards? Like, I got them in different. 
I grew up with different tears. Yeah, the way you broke him up was because at first, when you said Steph, I don't know. See, like when you said Steph, it kind of threw me off. But Steph when is, you broke it up like that, Steph is definitely top. Like if you don't got him three, I'm like about, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about for. I'm thinking about true point guard. I don't. I can't consider Steph a, a like a true point guard. Like he a shooter. Like you know what I'm saying. I got. Uh, However. He's definitely top three, without without question. I'm not saying that, but when you broke it down into tears, everything made sense. But yes, him getting Chris Paul getting a ring definitely puts him at the top of those lists easily. I, I have a counterpoint for the Steph is not a true point guard; he's just a shooter. Arguments people make all the time. Steph, yes, you could say he's a Steph is definitely a shooter by by, by all means. He's a shooter. However. People forget Steph can Steph can average Steph can get assists if he wants to. It's just that's not what he's required to do. Kind of like um, kind of like Chris Paul. Chris Paul can actually score. Chris Paul, we know Chris Paul can score. He just don't want to because it's not how you play the game. That's not his game. Like you see what I'm saying? Like it's just because he doesn't. That's because he has to have like the nine or ten assists a game and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that it's like Steph's not like a true point. Cause Steph can get. Cause the way Steph, the way I say Steph is a true point because. He doesn't get the so he doesn't get assist off of like straight like you know direct assist. I say I say, I call him more like the hockey assist. Like he don't get like the um assist off of just like straight pass like you know like a LeBron or a Harden or um a Westbrook or Chris Paul like somebody like that would do. It's more like he get the he get the assist more so off of like the space he creates. You see what I'm saying? Because like think about it, Steph on the if Steph, when Steph's playing, everybody focused on the court is Steph because they know that's the one that's going. That's they know Steph is soon Steph cross soon as Steph crosses half court. That's that's his range. That's it. So it's like he creates yeah. for his teammates from the threat of his shooting. You see what I'm saying? So it's like to me, oh, that's still yeah. a way. Of, that's still a way of playmaking. It's just not because I cause I understand people think of playmaking as just like you know the assist and creating opportunities for teammates and all that. But I feel like still creates opportunities for teammates in an unconventional way from by not like directly passing, more so from like his presence on the court. To where like he can make other plays because like Kobe, like people say Kobe wasn't a good um a good play. He was a, he was a ball hog. Kobe could actually make like good plays when he wanted to. He just Kobe mindset was just I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna shoot the lights out. I'm a, I'm a score on anybody. That was his mindset. I'm a dominate. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a very underrated playmaker. People forget it. People don't realize that because you hear about the scoring and the dunking and the championship. But Michael Jordan was actually a very underrated playmaker as well. I think he had was like what six assists a game for his whole career. He had a stress at one time. We had like four or five triple doubles in a row. Like Michael Jordan could play make as well. He had some good seasons as far as assist making goes. It's just he's more known for scoring. So Steph is. I feel like Steph like could create for the teammates. It was just in a more unconventional way. That's how I look at it. I look. I look at. I look at it a little differently. But I look at it a little differently to how I like the whole playmaking. Because I understand what people say about Steph is more of a scorer, this and that. But I feel like Steph. Cause look at who Steph has on his team is without Clay. He creates for them just from the threat of him being on the court. Like he creates, he creates opportunities for them just from him crossing half court and bring drawing a double team. Same way like with LeBron. LeBron is a fantastic um, playmaker. Like LeBron is one of the best. LeBron to me is like the best point guard. Could be the best point guard in the league if he just played point primarily. He would be the best point guard in the league, just clearly. But I feel like it's more than. I just look at like a point guard as someone that. Control the tempo, like you, you know, you, you, you basically like control. You, you, the extension of the court on the, the extension of the coach on the court, and um, like the way that stuff, the way like like it's more ways to create for teammates than just getting like assists, because assists is really dependent on make a miss. Like I can make a, I, like I could pass uh, to a teammate wide open under the basket for a layup, but they brick the layup. That don't mean I didn't set them up properly. I, I I set them up for a great opportunity to score. They just miss. So mm-hmm. that's that's really that's really how that's re- that's how I look at it. I look at the whole assist. Like assist numbers are cool, but I don't think that really like fully details how like involve a player. Like it don't fully it, it's a, it's a big part, but it doesn't fully like detail how involved or um effective a player is as far as like creating space creating opportunities for other teammates or making easy baskets for others. Like I don't think it really fully encompasses that. I think it's like a part of it, but people focus too much more on the number side instead of like watching the games. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like it's more like we're this new era okay. where it's more like everything like analytical and you go off statistics and okay, so if I shoot from twenty four feet I have a five percent chance, higher chance to make the back the basket then if I step inside one foot 
it, like you know, still like 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 it's just like the numbers people try to play now. Like I think we got too like involved in numbers instead of just watching the game, and um, that like kind of like affects our like views on how we see different players because we're so involved with numbers and so invested in numbers we don't always watch the games like do the eye test and see like okay i see what's going on i see how this play go this play go and yeah that's, that's just how i looked at it I mean, I'll, I'll be talking all day about this i got like a whole thing i feel about this whole like analytical number thing they got going on now i just i just view it differently i don't like like i like numbers as much as the next guy but i feel like people getting out of touch with watching the games and actually seeing like what's going on on the court but we gonna we, we gonna we gonna leave that one for another day. That's a whole another topic for another day. Anything you want to add about the um the Suns and Bucks? I think the Suns gonna win in five, bro. Anything you want to add about it? I agree. No, I mean I'm pulling for the Suns to win. So <laughs> we in agreement, sir. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so that's enough about that. Um, game two is tomorrow night. So yeah, by the time we night. come back, I think. It'll be, it might be over by the time we come back for the next episode, y'all. Not gonna lie. It might be, I think That's it might true. be over with. Because, let's see, true. Thursday, then what they gonna do to skip yeah, when they play Saturday. Sunday? Uh, do they do a skip when they play Sunday or they play? They gonna go straight to Saturday? What is it? Well, let me check. Let's, so, look, let's look it up. Let's look it up. NBA Finals. Tuesday, it's Tuesday, Thursday, so I thought it was gonna be Saturday. It's Tuesday, so. Thursday, then it's Sunday. Yeah, they do the, they do the skip. They doing like the normal Finals schedule. They do like the the three day skip. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they doing a Sunday. So it's game three will be and Sunday. Then, then game four will be Wednesday. So yeah. They might be By about the three. Back, they might be about three overs <laughs> by the time we come back. We're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna we gonna see, bro. They might be about three over time we come back. So we might be wrap we, we might be doing a wrap up episode. But I'll say we might have to make we might we might need to record Thursday next week. <laughs> we don't record on Wednesday, we might need to do Thursday to go ahead and see <laughs> The series might be over. The series might be over. But I say it might be. Hey, hey, bro, it might be a wrap. We gonna have to record Thursday next week. It might be a wrap. <laughs> oh, but we gonna we gonna see. I really hope Chris Paul make it through. He win Finals MVP, cement his legacy. I can finally say my dog a top five point guard. Are people arguing me down and he not making cases for Westbrook being better than him. I'm tired of this argument. I I just want I want to get to, I want I want I want it to happen, bro. I just want it to happen. So. Um, with that, we're going to end the basketball talk for right now. So, let's move on to the more serious topics we got going on. So, first, um, as you all probably know already, so um, we have the Olympian, well, the was going to be an Olympian, um, Shakari Richardson. She tested positive for um, THC, you know, that's marijuana. She um, tested positive for it. So, she got a 30-day ban from the Olympics. So, she won't be able to run in the, I think her event is the 100 meter. She won't be able to run in the women's 100 meter mm-hmm. for the Olympics. Um, and they was talked that she could still, although she wouldn't be able to run for that, she could still run in the, um, the four by hundred meter relay. I think, I think that's what the event was. I think it's the, the four by hundred, um, relay. Um, they didn't pick her to run in that. So she won't be in the Olympics at all anymore. Like she's out completely. Um, it's been a lot of debate about how they saying like, you know, it's an act of racism and, you know, she should be allowed to run and it's not that big of a deal. This is that. This that and the third. Um, I want to preface this by saying that I don't think that I don't think marijuana should be as strict of a punish, punishment as it is for the world, as far as like um, absolutely, like people running. I feel like she should be able to run. I feel like you know, give her like a warning or something, you know, because I understand rules are rules. You got to follow the rules and regulations. I understand that. Cool. It's just I don't feel like she should not be able to run. I don't feel like any athlete should be prohibited from running just from, like, smoking marijuana. Because nowadays, marijuana is used for, like, anxiety, um, depression. Like, you know, it helps. It, it's, it's more – it has a lot of – like, it's been used for that for a long time. And I feel like a lot of these people that, like, run these corporations and everything, they even, like, use it themselves to, like, ease their stress, anxiety, um, like, back pain and all kinds of stuff. Like, it's, it's – thing. It's, people use it for a lot of reasons. Um, the reason why she even did it to begin was because um, her mother passed recently – I think within the last month, her mother, her mother passed, so she was smoking to, like, deal with, like, the anxiety and, like, the the issues she was having, like, coping with, um, grieving with her mother's death. And, you know, you can't, you can't know the mother's respect. You got to understand, like, everybody grieves different ways. Right. Um, that does help out a lot when people have issues like that. So I completely understand and empathize with what I understand. However, at the end of the day, 
I get what people are saying about how like is is this that and the third about like racism and all that. Like we have a lot of issues as far as um systemic racism goes. Um, how the system the system in itself is just like corrupted. Um, they got a lot of laws and regulations that target black and brown communities. I get all that, but the Olympics is not just America. That's this the world. It's it's not just one country. Like it's not it's not America. Um. If any athlete, regardless of race, ethnicity, background, color, creed, any of that, would have tested positive, they would have got the same treatment. The, I bring this up by saying, I, I, I make that preface by saying that people saying it's an act of racism today, if it was a white person, it wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have gotten like a punishment. Um, there's actually counterpoints to that, counterpoints to that, because if you remember, um, Michael Phelps, like what, back in, what, when that was like around, like, like, tw- was it like 2012 or was it like, it was like around 2012, it's like around that time when he, he, he literally got suspended for what it was like three months, I think, or like half a year damn near from just a picture. It was a picture of him smoking out of a bong. He got suspended from all, all like events and anything for six months. It's like six, I think it was six months. Then he had another issue where he got um he got hit with like a um a DWI or something like that. I think something like that. And he had like another three months where he got suspended for that too. Um and people forget how big that was when that picture came out Michael Michael Phelps of smoking out of that bong. Because if you remember he lost endorsements. Um oh, yeah, yeah. he lost endorsements. He lost um people was like like attacking him, saying like my kid looks up to him and he's smoking pot and this like you know, it was a lot of people like he got a lot of backlash behind that. I'm not saying that okay, a white person did so so this is I'm not trying to make that point. My point is that this is not a thing of racism, this is just uh the rules suck. This is a, that's what this model is. The rules suck and they need to be like more adapted, but just because in America we've gotten they've gotten more to where they're legalized marijuana, which I still don't think is even all the way true to heart in a sense anyway. Cause I feel like they're only doing it because they realize, oh yeah, we can make money off of this now. So why don't we just instead of letting them do what they do, like just smoke and do this and that, let's just make profit off of it. They're gonna buy it anyway. So now they're trying to get this whole like system going on to where just they're just um gentrifying and making like we recreational and all that kind of stuff where people have been trying fighting for for years. You got people locked up doing doing forty year forty, fifty years still locked up to this day from selling an ounce of weed or getting caught with an ounce in their car. Not even an ounce, even a gram of weed in their car. And you got people now making profit off of it when you got the same people locked up. But that's a whole other topic, a whole other topic, a whole other discussion to dive into for another day. Um yeah, I think the rules in general just suck, but I understand I understand that rules the rules that they had they're in place for a reason. Cause they, cause you know, marijuana can be used as a masking agent for other banned substances and all that kind of stuff. People do that kind of stuff, but to me, I don't think it's really that deep. Like she was just smoking to just, and then it, was, it wasn't even in the state that was illegal. But again, it's not America. This is the world. It's the Olympics, so I get it. Um, I hope that in the next four years she comes back and dominates again because. She would have crushed the competition anyway, so she would have easily won. Um, mm-hmm. So I just hope next year she comes back. Um, after a couple years, she's in a better spot because you got to think about it, she did lose. She lost her mom like not that long. Like that's that's tough. Anybody? She, she found out she lost her mom through hard, a report. Like, she lost. She found out she lost her mom through. She found she lost. She found out she lost her mom through a reporter, bro. Like come on now. Like who who wants to do that? Like you just finished the race and the reporter asked you like how you feel about your mom passing and you looking like my mom's still alive. What you talking about? And they then you look and say oh. I, I didn't know she passed. And then you you find out, like, come on, now that's a lot for anybody to do. So I completely understand and I emphasize and I support Shakari. Um, I don't knock her for what she did at all. I hope nobody really knock her for what she did. I hate the people trying to, like, make it sound she's a bad person because she just hit a blunt because yeah. she was just stressed out. Like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, it's, that's not what that is at all. Like, she, like, that that's not what that is. Now, I understand that she probably could she probably should have been smarter about it, but you gotta understand that in the moments and when you have like trauma like that in moments, you're gonna just act out what's in the best interest of you at the time. She acted out what she felt was in the best interest of her at the time. That's not justifying that's not justification on making it okay that she did it, but she had to do what she had to do to make sure she was okay. Like, would you rather her hit a blunt to ease her nerves, or would you rather find her hanging from a closet or harming herself because she just like want to leave because she just getting depression like mental health is like something that people need to take more seriously and all that so i'd rather hit a blunt than harm herself in some kind of way you see what i'm saying so i i, I don't have a problem with her doing it um 
I do feel like people like attacking, saying it's racist and all that. I don't think it was a racist act. I think it just was a thing of you did something you were supposed to do, you got caught. That's pretty much it. Like, I think it's a dumb rule and all that. But people literally get like suspended from the Olympics from not being in a place they they say they're gonna be. In. Like you gotta report. It's like a it's like a um a, a checkup thing they do where they gotta like have like where they're stationed at, where they live. And all that, so like a random jurisdiction will come to their house and like test them. They have to like report where the location is at at all times. Like you can't just move, you can't be living in New York, but you sold them, you was last seen in Miami. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you, like you gotta let them know where you're at, because if not, you can get suspended from that too. Like it's easy to get suspended from the Olympics. Like the Olympics is just, it's crazy. So yeah, they gotta, they're gonna have to switch it up. They're gonna have to switch up their rules. Yeah. I don't think it's like, like just like you said, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I don't think. It's weed, like, she was just trying to, like, decompress. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot to deal with. She's 21. She's young. Like, yeah, I like, I hate that she was doing, like, I hate that she got caught doing it. Because it's not wrong for her to smoke weed, especially in the state where it's legal. She was right. doing nothing wrong. Right. So, yeah, I just think it's, like, they could have went. They could have went about this easier, especially given the circumstances. But I mean, she gonna come back and she gonna hey, yeah, yeah, watch, yeah. watch everybody the next time around. The good we thing all is, watch each right? The good thing is she's 21, so she gonna have at least one or two more Olympics in her, so she can get there. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure she gonna. They probably got the world. They usually have the world. I don't know what the access called for track, but they have like the little world meet. She'll be next year. She'll probably she'll go there. She's gonna crush that. So it's like a last we're gonna see of her. Like she's gonna be back better than ever. I, I I have no doubt about that at all. Um and I understand people saying like I cause the only thing that sucks about it is that it's the Olympics, so it's only every four years. So like by the time I come back around, she'll be twenty five. Twenty five, twenty six. So it's mm-hmm. like that's four years of her like wearing tearing her body and like getting old an age hitting her. But I think she'll still be fine though. It's still 24. I just would have, I would have loved to see her run this year. Cause I think she would have like broke all kind of records, like dominated. But again, rules are rules. Rules suck. They trash. Shakari, you did nothing wrong. You are a human being. It's okay. It happens. Um, but still, you know, rules are rules, and people gotta gotta follow them unfortunately. So until we get these changes that we keep complain, we're well, not complaining. We keep begging for and all that instead of like just saying we want them instead of trying to act towards actually getting them you know stuff will never change bro like we gotta we gotta be proactive not reactive that's how i look at it so that's about that's enough about um shikari for right now um lastly we're gonna talk about today before we end up this episode um you all probably know about this as well because this just came out i want to say like two days ago um espn reporters rachel nichols and Maria Taylor, there's two um, reporters that work for ESPN. Um, Rachel Nichols is a long-time ESPN employee. Um, she basically came it came out that she um, was it came out that she was having a discussion with LeBron's. It's so weird. But it's a weird story. Um, Let's see. How I'm trying to think. She was trying. To, she was talking with. No, no, no. No, it was that. No, it's it's. I, I'm about to. I'm about to tell you. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot. Um. So. Basically. So this way, let's start from the beginning. So last year in the bubble, you know, Maria Taylor um covered the finals. She was the host of like NBA Countdown and all that. She basically like was the host of the finals for ESPN. Um, Rachel Nichols usually normally does that. Um, Rachel Nichols was replaced by Maria Taylor. And, you know, last year we was in the peak of the um, Black Lives Matter resurgence and Me Too movement resurgence because we had the George Floyd um, death. Um, that was the one that was the turning point. It made people like it was the biggest one, of the biggest outrage. Like people got fed up. Um, then we had all the, the Me Too movement stuff coming out with all the big time producers like sexual harassing and like um assaulting employees all through like different corporations you know we had all these big things going on um 
And Disney made Maria Taylor, which is an African-American woman who actually played sports. She played um, college basketball, I think, in South Carolina. I think I forgot the school. Um, she was all SEC first team. She played volleyball. I think she was on the Olympic team for volleyball as well. Like, she, she, she put the work in. She's more than qualified to do what she does. She actually does a great job at it. Like, I love hearing her talk about sports more than I like Rachel Nichols, to be honest. Um, and Rachel, Nich- Rachel Nichols had a conversation with um, LeBron's – he's like LeBron's – he's LeBron's PR agent. Like, his head PR agent. Um, and – well, PR rep. And she said, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. If you need to get for more things to do because you are feeling pressured about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from taking from find it from me or taking my taking my thing away. Um. So this happened last year in July, like peak, like like bubble, fresh in the bubble, like just 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 touch down the bubble. This occurred. Mm-hmm. Um. And that came out, and basically it's been like this big firestorm of people saying that Rachel Nichols is racist and that um, she needs to be fired and Maria Taylor deserves all she got plus more, which is true because she does a great job of what she do. Um, and people have been, like, really outraged about it. And it's very, rightfully so because that's not cool to, like, for one, you sound like a hater, for, for one. You, you sound like you hating because you was the old hot thing back in the day, like, where everything going on, and now you got – Maria Taylor, which is next up, up the new up and coming, like reporter and everything, and she like taking your spot a little bit, and she's taking a little bit of your shine, and now you hating. So it was. Yeah, I only see racist. I, I didn't have a racist. I didn't have a problem with. Okay, so let me say it like this: I don't condone what Rachel Nichols said, and I really don't. I really don't too much fuck with the the um PR like LeBron PR guy, whoever the hell he is. Him laughing about them, like them laughing about the Black Lives Matter and Me Too, saying it's exhausting. It's not like I like miss me with that. Like nah, um, I don't have a problem with her feeling some kind of way because she got demoted and replaced. It's just like don't try to discredit Maria Taylor getting that that getting that job or getting that like opportunity just because she's black and Disney felt bad at the time. Like. Don't just don't try to discredit her like she's like she's not a good reporter she's not great. Well, she's not qualified. Yeah, she right. don't she don't have the credentials to do it just because she's because you did it longer like that's not how that works. Um, like you saying like she you basically saying that she only got it because she black, and that's not no that's not that's not why she got it. she got it because she she put the work in, she um she put the time in, she knows the game multiple games that she discusses and reports on. And she has a good personality for a reporter. Like she's a great, she's a great reporter. Like I can listen to her talk about sports more than I can listen to. I can watch the NBA Countdown show with Maria Taylor talking about stuff, like talking about like sports and I like, talk about the game, breaking the game down more than I can listen to Rachel Nichols just ask questions about. So how you feel about LeBron James? Derrick Rose overcame a lot of things in life. You know he had that rape case a couple years ago. I'm very happy for. I can I can listen to Maria Taylor talk more than I can listen to that. Like I don't want to hear that. Like I'm good. So. And then they had, like, a lot of African-American employees or people on the payroll of ESPN, like Kendrick Perkins, Richard Jefferson, um, Stephen Jackson, all of them would come to the defense saying, Rachel helped me out a lot. She showed me a lot of love. And you got a big perk on there. It's okay, Rachel. You didn't do nothing wrong. I support you, Rachel. Like, you got him <laughs> on the there. Voice. You got him talking on there. It's like, nah, like, Y'all, nah, like, nah, 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 nah. And then she only got, like, in trouble for, like, what, one one show? She she missed one show, that was it? Like, come on, nah, no. If it was a, it was the opposite way, and a black person came out and said something about a white, a white co-worker, you know what they'll do? They'll excommunicate that black employee expeditiously. Like, they would have finished out their contract so they won't get sued. They didn't cut ties, well, that's it. They would have been done. Rachel Nichols probably, I hope she, I honestly hope ESPN lets her go. Just to, like, send a message out, like, that's not okay. Because I don't think that's I think that should be like a more like um let's see how do I put a more it should be a higher penalty than just missing one one day of your show of not being able to do a sideline report of the finals like no like I feel like ESPN should let her go matter of fact since you want to say you want to say Maria Taylor only got the job because she black 
How about we cut your salary? How about we cut you loose? Get your contract out the way. Give Maria Taylor your money that we gave you. Give it to Maria Taylor. That way she can stay on long term, and she could be like the new. She could be the new face with um with Stephen A. Like let's let's just go ahead and do that. Let's like let's let's just go ahead and make her like one of the bigger faces in the um on ESPN. Let her let's give her your show since you since you don't want Maria Taylor to come up on ESPN. Let's just get rid of you completely. Give Maria Taylor your show. She can get the jump. She can get NBA countdown mm-hmm. and she be a sideline reporter for um, for football and basketball and she cover volleyball. And she covers um, men and women um, college basketball as well. And she covers, she covers volleyball, men and women basketball for college, um, NBA, and NFL. So I think she can cover more ground on Rachel Nichols. What you think, B? I think she can do more than us, to be honest. I mean, I, that's what it sounds like. I, I, I think that's she can cover a little more ground in them, bro. I think she'll be, I think she'll be perfect. She know the games. She know the sports. She got good. Yeah, she, yeah, she, I, she I, sound I like she, a hater, though. She sound like she sound like a like a big hater. Yeah, like you just hating, like you hating because somebody came up, and you trying to discredit it by saying like you can't really think that you was gonna be the person forever. She's not even that good. Like you really? Like you can't really think that, like up, <laughs> like this is my company. This is like, bro, like you you gonna serve your time? It, like the end of the day, all of this is still a job unless you working for yourself. All this stuff is still a job, which means when they get tired of you, you're going to get replaced. It's just, it is what it is. So, I don't know. I guess he thought she was like, uh, she, that, like, that, that didn't apply to her. Man, but, look, Rachel, Rachel Nichols not even, she not, she really not, she overhyped for one. She not, because everybody tries to, like, she's this, like, fine white woman, isn't that? She's really not. She not like like I seen so many of the people saying that's the finest white woman I ever seen. First of all, no, nah, like stop, stop. She she all right. She mid. She all right. She ain't all that. I'd have seen people. We live in the south. I seen a racial Nichols every other day at work. Come on now, it's not it's not that hard to find a racial Nichols. I I've, I've seen them everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't think I can agree with that. So like it's it's just like no like and then. You wanna you wanna pull like you wanna pull like resume and cloud and all this. You only you're only in the spot you really in to be honest because of who you know because of your people. To be honest with you, that's really how she got where she went. To me, I feel like she really on there she where she at because of her people. Mm-hmm. Cause she basically um, cause she um, she um, cause she married um Mike Nichols and. I want to say his stepmom is Diane Sawyer. That's that's basically the queen of Disney. Like that was that was the that's the queen of Disney right there. Like come on now, like come on, like stop, stop, stop it, stop it, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. Diane Saw- Sawyer is like your stepmom, dog. Chill out, come on now, go here somewhere, get out of here. Like don't be a hater. Like like nah, stop, don't stop. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. That's all. That's all we're saying. Move out of the way. It's just I I don't know man. It's just I don't, I I just hate that people, and then I hate how people try to justify saying like how y'all feel if it was a white a white boy got killed and then they moved a white dude in the spot that you didn't get because it's nah listen 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 I, listen I got a big problem with Steven Jackson said with that because for one I hate that he tried to pull like the well, what was the shoes on the other foot thing? I, I hate that because for one, I, I for me for one, I always say all the time. You ask any of my friends, you ask me, I say all the time that I'm not a person that's like I want black people to be this and that. I want white people to be this and that. I'm not that person. I I'm all about e- equality. I want everybody to have the same opportunities, get the same get the same amount of like respect, get the same everything. I want everybody to be equal. I don't believe in one person being held to a higher standard than the next person. I, I hate social I hate how they got that like social like social class, social standard set up. To where like you feel like I have I have this so I'm better than you or this and that. Like I don't feel like that should be a thing. Cause there's many people that weren't born to the best circumstances, but they put the working time in and they got to a higher sta- a higher standard of living. They got they got to where they wanted to go out for hard work. I think you do anything you you can get the, you can get a lot of places in, in life with a little luck and a lot of hard work. That's that's just facts. Um, and I just hate how, like, it's this whole thing of saying, okay, this, that's a black person. If it's a, if it's a white person got shot and killed, nobody care. Black people kill each other more than it. Y'all kill each other more than cops kill y'all. Like, I, I hate that whole thing. At the end of the day, these are all separate issues that need to be addressed at the end of the day. 
um, one person killing somebody, whether they a cop, a friend, um, an enemy, it doesn't matter. Like if you if you should never take somebody else's life, regardless, it's not your call. You should never feel okay to even do that. Second, it's like you can't do tit for tat with like a spade, a spade for a spade with that kind of stuff. Like you try, you basically telling me like. Okay, I kill a white boy. <laughs> what you think they're gonna be upset about too? Or I kill a black boy. <laughs> Y'all gonna be upset? Like, no. Like, neither one of them should be killed. This is what people are missing. Neither one of them should be killed in any right. circumstance. A black cop should not kill a white kid. A white cop should not kill a black kid. It should never be either or. That should not be a thing. That should not. That's something you should. That's not something you should pull up and compare. The problem is it shouldn't happen to begin with. Either side, it shouldn't happen. That's the, that's the issue. It shouldn't happen. Then right. you got the people that come about like. Like, we know how workplaces go. We know how it go. Like, we're we not stupid. We know how, how it's viewed. Like, I got a lot of friends that are white. I got a lot of friends that are different races and this. I do. It's cool. Like, I, I, I love them to death. Like, the, no beef against them. I don't care if you're black, white. If you if you treat me, if you if you are good to me, I'm good to you, basically. That's how it is. Like, if if, if you, you don't, it don't matter what, what, what race, color, anything you are. I don't, I don't care. That's, that's not a big thing to me. Um, And it's like, you like I, I've had jobs. Matter of fact, the job I'm at currently, um, when I went for a promotion, I wasn't about to get picked because I I, I met all the, I met and be noticed for a fact because be worked with me. I met all the requirements. I had all the qualifications. I sound like Isaiah Thomas. I met I met the I met all the requirements. I had all the qualifications to get the spot, but they didn't want to pick me. They didn't want to pick me for it. They wanted to pick. This new guy that had just started, didn't know anything he was doing. I trained him. I was training him. Matter of fact, I wasn't even finished training. I was training him. They wanted to pick him over me for a spot. I ended up getting the spot. You know how I ended up getting the spot? Because I had a very blessed circumstance that my old boss got fired right when they were making decisions. So he got fired. So they had to redo interviews with our temporary GM. He came in. And this guy didn't even know me. He only had me one time prior. He met me. He's like, I remember. He's like, how you doing? He's like, I remember. I remember this. Now like, we talked. We talked about sports. He's a Cowboys fan. I'm, I feel bad for him, but he's a Cowboys fan. We talked about sports and everything like that. Cool. We had the interviews. He asked me these questions, and I gave him the answers. He was like, okay, that's all I got. He's like, anything you got to ask me? And I asked him some couple questions. Like, okay, cool. He's like, all right, so when you gonna make a decision? He said, I, he said, I'll let you know about a week. So he told my boss. My boss. Like okay, so so my boss, my well my direct my my direct manager, she didn't want to tell me that he picked me for the spot because she didn't want me to have the spot. That's why I didn't have it because that that spot had been over for a whole month. I did I did three interviews for the same job with six different people. Kids, you not. I did three interviews for one job, six different people. That was just for me to like. There it wasn't even like a big job, like a big like salary job. I'm like this is a normal hourly job at a retail store. I had to go through all that just to get that spot. So this guy that didn't even know me for that long, he said, no, I'm giving it to him because I feel like he has, he has, he has it. He has something. He got, he got something. Like, I, I feel like he, he, he a good choice. My boss did not want to tell me I got the spot. I found out I got this spot from a friend because my friend was over the hiring. She was over, like, the hiring, like, the, the she was over, like, the processing of, like, the paperwork and everything for, like, the hire, the hi, new hires and, like, lateral movements and, like, promote, all that kind of stuff. She texts me. And B, we was in a group mess together, and she said, oh, check your email. I got, I sent something to you. And then I saw I had my job off, and I was like, oh, I got it, and this and that. I was very excited I got that, because you know why? Because I felt like I deserved it, and I put the work in. But I wasn't going to get picked just because of the fact that they didn't want me. They wanted to pick the white man over me because they felt like I wasn't a good fit. Like, when I started that job, they thought I was stealing. They thought I was stealing time. They thought I was doing all kind of things. But they thought I was doing all kind of things, like watching me on camera. Like my boss literally watched me on camera. He thought I was stealing. When they had a uh, Asian guy and another white guy stealing out of a whole other department of the store, they literally watched me because they thought just because I was black and I got brought on that I was gonna be a thief or I was gonna be trying to get over this and that. But no, I did everything the right way. I put the work in. I learned my job. I learned what I had to do, and I excelled at it. And I did great. But they did not want to give me the spot because I was black. It's pretty much what it was. I'm, I'm going to call it what it is. I had a friend that worked in the store with me. They didn't want to give him the spot. They wanted to give it to somebody else. You know, he was more so, he was more than qualified for it. They didn't want to give him the spot because they wanted to go with another direction with this white chick. He ended up getting a spot. He excelled at it, and they gave him shit 
nonstop for that spot. Like that, this man, me and this man, me and my friend had the top two departments in the store that we was over. We had the top two departments in the store. Everybody else was trash. The, the departments that the white man was over, they want they um, they picked over. They wanted to pick over like us. His departments was trash. This is how it is. Like it's it's that's just like it's like the whole thing about a white like a black person getting picked over a white person for a job. Like no, do you know how many times it has happened to where? African American is coming to a job and is more than qualified, has all the credentials, don't get picked because this is somebody's nephew from down the street or somebody um neighbor from down the street. They got out of job because they know somebody. Like, come on now, like, stop, stop it, like, stop it, stop it. That 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 annoyed me when I, I heard that comment because like I I've been on that side of I've been on the side of the fence many times as far as like knowing you deserve a job, you're more than qualified. Um, I've seen it too, like you more than qualified, you already do the job, but they don't pick you because they don't like you because you're black, pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. So, to be honest, Rachel Nichols, like, that whole thing with her, I want her to get, like, just, just cut her loose. Send her to Fox or somewhere. Send her with Skip Bayless. Send, send her with Skip. Let, let, let her do something over there. Like, nah, like, mm-mm. I'm not, I'm I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. Nah, bro, I, I don't like that because I, I've been, the story came out, it's bothered me because I remember how I felt when I had people that I worked with, I'm hearing them shoo-shoo and she-shooing around me Saying I don't deserve this spot because I'm this, cause I'm I'm this guy, I'm that guy. The little they call me the little black guy that does this. And that. Like, I I was I I was in this spot, so I know how it feels to be like that. So that's why like I'm so like I, I'm really annoyed. I, I was annoyed by this whole thing, and it bothered me because I've been on that side before. So with the whole thing, I support Maria Taylor. I hope she gets all the money she deserves. If not, screw it, spin, go somewhere else, and get your bag. Like I I, I don't, cause this cause. It's, this kind of stuff like hit home for me because I I've been through this before, so like it really bothers me that this is like still a, like this is like occurring. People trying to like brush it under the rug, and I see like mm-hmm. our black counterparts that's on these platforms defending her because the white man fed you, so you defended them. Like that's that's pretty much what it is. Like I I don't like that. I I'm not a fan of it at all. But that's that's my two cents on it. Be I'm sorry I just talked for a long time. I'll cut you out of the whole like last thirty minutes, man. You can. Just talk as much as you want, bro. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm I'm good. I was just, you know, listening. Well, I say, you you can add anything you got to add. I'm I'm done speaking on it, bro. That was my my sense on it. I think we already discussed, like, you know, she's a hater. Um, It kind of is what it is at this point. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what, like, ESPN is going to do with her. I don't think she's racist. But I do think she's whining a little bit. The thing is, bro, it's like, it's funny, though, bro, because, like, I don't really think, because, like, I say all the time, like, people of other races, especially Caucasians towards African Americans, because I see it all the time. I see it at work all the time. They'll say things, and they don't even know it can come out as offensive to somebody else. And that's, like, with any race. Black people do it all the time, too. Like, we say things all the time that can be offensive to other races. Um, same way it happens to us, we do it to other people too. It's, it, we all do the same. In some same, in some fa- in some capacity of fashion, uh, some, if some compa- let me rewind. In some capacity, we all do the same thing to each other. It's just to lesser degrees. Like we don't go as far as like hanging people or just shooting them cold and like shooting them dead in the street. Like we don't do that kind of stuff. As far as like, uh, um, as far as like racial things against like racial acts against people. But we do make comments that can become obvious racist. Like, you know, people make the, for Asian people, people make, like, the the voices or, like, to squint the eyes. Then, you know, people do stuff like that. Like, for Hispanics, people do, like, the mocking of their, like, act. Like, you know, people, like, it's, it's all a form of racism in some way. It's just extremes to, it's levels to racism. It's, like, it's like different levels. Like, you know, when Trump is in office, when Trump is in office, we experience super racism. Like, that was, like, the the next level of racism. Now Trump's out of office, we just experiencing the normal racism, like, you know, the N-word here and there, you know, this and that. Like, you know, the it's normal stuff. Ones. Yeah, you know, like, the low-key, it's not, it's not, like, blatant racism anymore like it was, because they was wilding at one point, but now, you know, they just scaled it back a little bit. So, it's just, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just, like I said all the time, we, we can't, we can't want the problem to get fixed and just make it back and make it one-sided for just us. Like the thing, I know we're tired of like turning the cheek or tired of like trying to be forgiven or being equal this and that, but we're not trying to push it to where like we're the dominant, the dominant race, the dominant um, minority group. Like we're not trying to push for that. What we should be pushing for is like equality, not even just among races, as far as like gender, race, everything. We should be more so like 
everybody be treated equally still of one person be treated better than the next like we we at the end of the day we all humans we all in this shithole of a plan we, we on a floating rock paying for paying for shit that we shouldn't be fucking paying for anyway so it's like things could be way easier if people just weren't so greedy greed is really the problem of a lot of these things greed and greed and fear it's like the big the two biggest driving fact um factors of like how all this even came about but that's yeah i'm, I'm gonna leave it right there for that you can continue i'm sorry i, I hopped back in i wasn't supposed to uh, it, it's good, bro. It's, just, it's all good. It's all good. I really didn't have anything else to say at that point. It's just, I'm good. We can call it if you like. All right, man. Well, so on that note, we're going to call the episode right here. Um, I appreciate everybody stopping by listening as always. If you know, leave a, leave a review, you know, rate us, you know, shares with a friend, any of those things, or any kind of support, any form of it. We all appreciate it. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, I don't know. We might be back next week in the finals. Might be over. We might have a new NBA champion. I don't know. So we gonna see. We gonna see. So that being said, y'all be easy. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Peace.